0: Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your overview of this week's precious metals news. It's Friday, May 7th. I'm your host, Mike Meharry. Thanks for tuning in. So after teasing us for a couple of weeks, gold finally managed to claw back above the $1,800 an ounce level yesterday. Uh, It's the highest we've seen gold since February 16th. The yellow metal saw a 1% gain on Thursday. As I'm recording, gold is trading at around $18.18 an ounce. Dollar weakness and a little bit of easing in bond yields has helped propel gold up above that key psychological level. Silver saw an even bigger rally on Thursday with a 3.2% gain. It's trading at about 2725 as I'm recording this morning. There's been some talk about another attempt at a silver squeeze, and there's certainly shortages out there in the bullion market, and the comics is reporting the biggest outflows of metal in years. But from what I'm reading, there is no looming shortage of metal to settle trades on the comics, and that's what it would really take to create a true silver squeeze. Nevertheless, as we've already seen, retail buyers can certainly push silver prices up, and we could see that squeeze in the comics down the road. But, you know, on top of all that, there are a lot of good fundamental reasons to buy silver right now. Silver investment went gangbusters last year. The Silver Institute recently released a report recapping the market in 2020. Holdings in silver backed ETFs tripled last year, surpassing 1 billion ounces for the first time ever. Meanwhile, investment in physical silver also saw a healthy increase. Silver coin and silver bar purchases grew by 8% to over 200 million ounces last year. Analysts at the Silver Institute expect robust investment demand to continue through this year. And so far, it definitely has, uh, at least in the physical market. We're definitely seeing that at Shift Gold. But we are also seeing a rebound in industrial demand. So, A lot of reasons to be bullish on silver with or without a silver squeeze. Now, the big news today that I'm sure will drive markets uh, is going to be the April jobs report. Uh, Projections are for a big number, close to a million jobs created. I'm using air quotes around created because, of course, most of these created jobs are simply people going back to work as things continue to open up post-coronavirus pandemic. The thing is, a lot of people aren't going back to work. I mean, why would you when the government will pay you to stay at home and play Xbox? I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Everybody in my area seems to be hiring. I mean, they can't find people to work. There's a restaurant down on the beach that caters to tourists. Their sign is advertising a $1,000 signing bonus to freaking wait tables. And this just isn't a regional thing. I'm hearing these stories from all over the country. You know, Some people actually think this is a good thing. They say it's forcing businesses to pay fair wages, whatever in the heck fair means. Uh, But you know, when you're competing against printed money that the government's handing out, you're, you're just creating more inflation. You're not helping anybody in the long run. People that take advantage of that restaurant's bonus can take their thousand bucks and run down to Starbucks for a cup of coffee and a scone. Speaking of the unemployment numbers, Peter Schiff talked about the CPI during an interview and explained how the government cooks the numbers. He flat out called the CPI a lie. I'll link to that uh, interview in the show notes page. Well, I'm equally suspicious of the unemployment data. Government data is tailored to make the government look good and keep everybody content and happy. So you should always take these reports, these government numbers, with a big grain of salt. Oh, some quick good news for gold investors in Arkansas. This week, Governor Asa Hutchinson signed a bill into law exempting gold and silver bullion and coins from sales tax. I'll link to an article on the show notes page with more details about the legislation and some of the possible benefits, both uh, in terms of investing and in terms of treating gold and silver as money. So who I really want to talk about this week is Janet Yellen. Now, she doesn't make a very good villain because she looks like grandma, right? I look at her and I expect her to hand me a plate of cookies. I mean, I could put Jerome Powell in a black suit and and an ominous hat, maybe some dark sunglasses, and make him look a little bit sinister. But Yellen is every bit as villainous as Powell. They're like a tag team duo of monetary destruction. I know there are some creative artists out there listening. You could make a comic about that. Anyway, Yellen sent markets into a tizzy last Tuesday when she said interest rates may have to rise to keep the economy from overheating with all of the government stimulus. But then later in the day, she walked back those comments claiming inflation isn't going to be a problem and insisting that she wasn't suggesting or predicting rate hikes. Now, Yellen's flip flop is extremely telling. It actually reveals the corner that the Fed and the US government have backed themselves into. Even if inflation is an issue, and it is, there isn't a darn thing the Federal Reserve can do about it. I mean, I've been talking about this for weeks, right? Well, I'm going to talk about it again because I don't think there is anything more important for people to grasp when it comes to the trajectory of the economy right now. Even the mainstream is starting to pay attention to rising prices. In corporate boardrooms, they're uh, starting to talk about passing along increased costs to their customers. Consumers are trying to tighten their belts. talked to a guy the other day that's trying to build a house and struggling with the rising cost of lumber and other building supplies. The ISM Services Index, prices paid component that we got this week, reveals just how much prices are going up. The ISM price gauge rose to a 13-year peak and came in twice as high as the last month before the pandemic began. But of course, the Federal Reserve keeps telling us there isn't a problem. Inflation, so we're told, is transitory. Well, Yellen got off message for a minute this week. She made her first comments during an event hosted by The Atlantic magazine. She warned that all of the government stimulus spending coming down the pipe could cause the economy to, quote, overheat. Now, that's Fed speak for it could cause prices to go way up. Remember, Yellen was Fed chair, so she is fluent in Fed speak. They don't want to actually say the word inflation, though. They don't like that word because we rubes out here actually understand that inflation is probably not a good thing. So they say things like the economy is going to overheat, you know, as if it's a radiator without enough water. You know, actual economic growth doesn't really cause prices to rise. If production is growing along with consumption, prices are going to be stable or even fall as productivity increases. But printing trillions of dollars out of thin air and handing it out to people to spend on stuff they didn't produce, that causes prices to rise. It's not like the economy is booming so prices are going up. What's actually happening is the Fed is stimulating a very weak economy by printing money, to finance massive government spending, and that is responsible for the increase in prices, not the strength of the economy. Anyway, I'm digressing. Back to Yellen. She said, quote, it may be that interest rates will have to rise somewhat to make sure that our economy doesn't overheat, even though the additional spending is relatively small relative to the size of the economy. Now, when you read between the lines, it's pretty clear Yellen knows it's the money printing and the stimulus that's goosing prices. Well, her comments certainly spooked the markets, uh, and they were already worried that the Fed might tighten monetary policy sooner rather than later to deal with increasing price inflation. Tech stocks, in particular, got hammered after Yellen's little talk. But the Treasury Secretary quickly walked back her comments later in the day. She told a Wall Street Journal CEO Council event that she doesn't anticipate an inflation problem, and she parroted Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell's mantra that any price increases will be transitory. It's such a soothing word, right? Transitory. I mean, I feel better already. Yellen was asked directly about her earlier comments, and she insisted she was neither recommending nor predicting a Fed rate hike, appealing to the central bank's mythical independence. Quote, if anybody appreciates the independence of the Fed, I think that person is me, she said. I don't think there's going to be an inflationary problem, but if there is, the Fed will be counted on to address them. Okay, pretty much everything in that sentence is a lie. Fed independence? There should have been a huge laugh track behind her for that one, you know, like on the sitcoms. And the ugly truth is there is an inflation problem, and the Fed can't do anything about it. That is exactly why Janet Yellen walked back her earlier statements. I mean, if you've been to the grocery store, you know that inflation is the problem, Janet. Maybe Janet doesn't go to the grocery store, though. Maybe she has somebody shop for her. I don't know. Now, there has been an inflation problem for years, in truth. I mean, from the moment the Fed started printing trillions of dollars out of thin air to monetize trillions of dollars in government spending, and we're now starting to see the impact of that inflation on prices. The question is, are those are these really transitory price hikes due to supply chain bottlenecks as the economy reopens or, you know, a return to normal oil demand, all these things that Yellen and her her lackeys insist. Well, she damn sure better hope so, because despite all of the assurances, the Fed can't be counted on to address inflation given the state of the economy. The very fact that the markets threw a fit at even a hint of a rate increase bears me out. Can you imagine the carnage on Wall Street if the Fed actually raised rates? This bubble economy is predicated on artificially low interest rates and running up debt. That is what is propping up this economy. You can't just tear the props out and expect everything to go along just fine. This economy can't run on high interest rates. That's exactly why the central bank is keeping them artificially low and why Powell & Company and Yellen desperately want us to believe that they won't even need to take action to deal with inflationary pressures. I really can't emphasize this enough. The U.S. government can't afford rising interest rates. And it certainly can't have the Fed tapering its bond purchases. In fact, I would argue that Uncle Sam is going to need the Fed to step up its quantitative easing game in order to monetize the additional borrowing that's looming in the future. Biden and his fellow Democrats in Congress can pretend that all of this proposed spending will be paid for by tax hikes, but they are living in fantasy land. All of this stuff is going to cost way more than they're projecting. Tax revenue will be way less the government will pay for biden's infrastructure plan and the american family plans and whatever plan that's coming down the road after that it's going to be paid for just the same way that all of the coronavirus spending was paid for it will borrow money by selling bonds that means the fed will have to keep buying bonds with money printed out of thin air in order to keep the bond market from completely imploding Earlier this week, the Treasury Department announced it was upping the amount of money it plans to borrow in the second quarter, and not just by a little bit either. In February, the Treasury projected borrowing in Q2 would come in at a relatively modest $95 billion. The new estimate for second quarter borrowing is $463 billion. Then in Q3, Uncle Sam will nearly double that with estimated borrowing of $821 billion. So borrow, borrow, borrow. And I guarantee you, there will be more borrowing after that because there's going to be more spending. That's the only way the government can feed these ballooning deficits. The borrowing and the spending tell you everything that you need to know about their trajectory of interest rates. They're staying right where they are. Inflation be damned. In fact, both Powell and Yellen have cited low interest rates as the reason the government can make all of these quote-unquote investments in the economy. I've said this before. I'll say it again. The Fed is boxed into a corner. Yellen revealed that by what she said and then what she had to say to undo what she said. Powell knows it. Yellen knows it. I know it. You know it. But give them props. They're putting up quite a show trying to assure us that everything is fine to keep the markets calm. You know, it reminds me a little bit of the orchestra playing as the Titanic sinks. So what can you do? You don't have to just go down with the ship. Talk to a Shift Gold Precious Metal Specialist today and find out how gold and silver can help protect your wealth, how they can fit into your portfolio, into your investment strategy. Give them a call, 1-888-GOLD-160, or shoot them an email at info at shiftgold.com. They'll help you out. They'll give you advice, no obligation. Also, I want to tell you about an interview that I did uh, a couple of weeks ago that came out earlier this week. It's with E.B. Tucker, who is an investment veteran and an author. He's written a book called Why Gold? Why Now? And we talk about the war on your wealth, and we get into uh, a little deeper from another person's perspective about what's going on with the economy, why it matters, and how gold can fit into your investment strategy. So check that out. If you are a subscriber to the Friday Gold Wrap on iTunes or one of the podcast channels, you've already got the uh, Tucker interview. If not, there will be links in the show notes page. So that, my friends, is a gold wrap for this week. You can get more details on all of these stories and much more. And keep up, of course, with all of the latest precious metals news and analysis throughout the week over at shiftgold.com slash news news. If you haven't done it, you can subscribe to the Friday Gold Wrap at iTunes, Stitcher, on the Shift Gold YouTube channel. Links to all of this stuff is on the show notes page, or I should say are on the show notes page. I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and I'll talk to you next week.